Yeah, we kick things off. Uh, first up, out in the market, 16 minutes. It is after 7 p.m. And uh, we take a look at uh, yeah the latest developments at the start of this new week in capital markets and the political space. Joining me for our business wrap is uh, independent market commentator, analyst and CA, Snesipo Maninjwa. Snesipo, good evening and welcome. Good um, evening, Aya. How are you? I'm good, 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 good. Yeah. I'm good. Hey, I'm good. I'm good. We must survive. Uh, talk to me about this uh, story here, and I want us to start out in Japan. Now, uh, Hino, I knew of Hino. I, I wasn't aware that they were part of the Toyota Motor Corporation. Uh, but these are the guys who make small trucks, relatively. Um, mm. And uh, it seems they've now had to recall around 76,000, or this is set to affect 76,000 vehicles. Uh, data manipulation, it seems, insofar as emissions capturing uh, systems here. Uh, just reminds me, I guess, of the emissions scandal VW had not so long ago. Sure. And it's quite, it's, it's quite, quite, quite a large number. Uh, and it, it, in some way, it, 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 yeah, this is not the first time. This is not the first time. About in 2003, almost 20 years ago, a similar incident happened with them. Um, they also thought about some uh, emission starts with some of their engines in 2003. So, again, conduct, and it also speaks to a culture, a culture, a culture of wrongdoing, because what is actually quite um, revealing is that a lot of these emissions they just keep happening because even Mitsubishi also had the same a similar incident as well a few years ago but yeah it's, it's quite it's quite for me it speaks to culture and it also talks to about the fact that companies will always keep profit uh, about just simply just doing the right thing because if you're falsifying emission stars you can't say I'm only falsifying emission stars for one out of ten vehicles it has to be all of them it's 2019 when it's when you is the first case you can confirm, or has it gone back further? Snezibo, mm. hold the line there for me for a second. I'm battling with your line. There's a, a few gremlins on that line. Let's see if we can't reestablish our connection with Snezibo on a much better line. But in the meantime, let's take this brief break. When we continue, we take a look at the latest art in the markets. 20 minutes it is after 7 p.m. It's our wrap of the top business stories here on Metro FM Talk. And uh, we take a look at the latest at the start of this new week out in the capital markets in our political economy. And, uh, yeah, as always, we'd love to hear from you. And Facebook, uh, and you can find us on Metro FM SA. And, uh, yeah, much like Rufilo uh, Mutawung has done, uh, saying, yeah, and Bandu Makubalo saying, Unati. I hope I have you on a much better line. I think so. I think awesome, so awesome, better. awesome. Yes, you were still saying that uh, it seems this problem with Hino, which is a majority owned by a Japanese auto manufacturer Toyota, uh, seems to stretch back further than just, I guess, uh, the vehicles that might have just come out of the line. Yes, um, it's a thousand. Mm. And did the same thing. And it's the same culture. So uh, this is why I don't believe the signs are effective as a way of, uh, as a deterrent to an ethical behavior. Mm. I just think it works. Just out of interest, I mean, when we talk about emissions um, and 
you know, I guess misrepresentation of emissions and so on. Why does it matter so much? I mean, uh, for some of us who might not understand. Manufacture small trucks. So it is, it is, bit of a, it is a bit of a challenge, and it does lead to less sales. Um, however, um, yeah, it, it, it's like, it's, it's one of those things, um, it, 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 for me, it's like a fundamental issue. Mm. It just, we're just not taking things seriously um, it, it, from an environmental perspective and just from a car use perspective. Yeah. Let's shift our attention, I guess, towards um, the the uh, other story that I was quite interested in. Um, uh, financier, development financier, the uh, Development Bank of Southern Africa, they finance, as I said earlier, infrastructure, not just here in South Africa, but across the entire region, and also one of the biggest lenders uh, to uh, municipalities uh, in South Africa. Um, yeah, they put out a set of uh, very interesting numbers here, record profits, just over 3 billion rand or so. What do you make of this? Good. I, I like the DPSA. So, um, we have to really remind people that the DPSA is actually a state-owned entity, and um, they they're one of the vehicles that the government uses to um, fund infrastructure, not only from uh, municipalities um, and corporates, but also municipalities as well. And they specifically look at finding uh, project finance infrastructure projects because of that have a developmental mandate i.e. the cost of funding because their balance sheet is larger and they 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 sign they stand behind the government uh, government they can take on a little bit more risk a little bit on more risk mm. sort of add capacity to sort of like you want them to take the first lender approach they usually fund very large infrastructure and they one of their focus areas is specifically local government in terms of and capacitating municipalities into developing projects. Um, they're very good at um, project preparation and the developing projects pre, um, pre-investment, getting them investment ready. Um, yeah, so it's, it's, they're, 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 good, um, they're a good entity and they do a lot of good work. Um, I think they do a lot of good work. Obviously, they check size a lot bigger, so they're not looking at small projects, but, mm. um, but it is, they serve a very, necessary role in the development finance gap that is going on yeah yeah and then i mean just when you when you look at this number i mean what has driven it is it much much better interest income is it cost containment um, what is it it, it's been driven by um outflows um outflows number one And, and and i guess here's the other question i mean just the point you make on capacitating of municipalities and um uh, the the fact that they are the largest lender to municipalities locally, um, and yet we often hear that a lot of our municipalities are not viable. Clearly, you know, a lot of the municipalities are not bankable enough for these guys to finance them. I mean, are, are the ones that we're talking about that are very rural, on the margins, and so on. Uh, and that's where I guess the capacity building rather than the lending products come on hand. Mm, get the, to get the municipality to a point where other lenders can participate. So it's not a situation where DMSA is funding absolutely everything. Mm. Yeah, you know, it's crowd in uh, private sector capital as well, as well as you know, by taking on that first bit of um, risk and doing that level of work. 
and then yeah 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 and then of course i guess once they've de-risked them it's uh, the scope for other actors to come on board uh do you anticipate that i guess these guys are going to play a much bigger role i mean we've seen uh you know a lot of pension funds um you know with the shift in regulation 28 now being incentivized to finance infrastructure some of them might choose these guys as an implementing partner what might that look like um they already do it definitely for another day. Yeah, yeah. And then if we are to shift our attention to Transnet, it's a story we're going to be picking up in the next few minutes or so um, in the second part of our business wrap. Uh, a lot has been said about opening up space for private participation in the management of the ports. And it seems uh, this litmus test here or the starting point or Transnet putting their feelers out uh, has to do with container terminals, Eteguini and Asenguha. Uh, what's happening here and who are some of these shortlisted companies that uh, might go into a special purpose vehicle with Transnet for the next 25 years? Mm. It was very, very, Yeah, hey, but I mean, and I guess we'll certainly come back to this one. There were also some other proposals that they put out. They also uh, put out a request for information and some responses on uh, potential operators of desalination plants. And uh, you can mm. only imagine why that's the case. Um, we saw Day Zero looming in Cape Town and... Um, Certainly uh, parts of Kareja and uh, parts of the uh, Mandela Bay Metro also coming on some uh, hard times insofar as water is concerned as well. And that's uh, a big concern for them. Yeah, and you did say, I guess, the last time uh, um, a series of massive supply chain activity happened at Transnet, uh, the revelations are are there for all to see out in the Zondo Commission reports. Uh, But uh, suffice to say, of course, that um, one certainly hopes that it'll be much better this time around. And then, but just the last one before we let you go, it seems a lot hanging on the decisions of the prosecuting authorities insofar as the allegations of sexual assault against the finance minister, Enoch Godongwana, are concerned. Um, yes, and even forgetting that accusation of sexual hardly prosecuted in this country, and just because um, it's not prosecuted does not mean that the incident did not occur. It just mm. means that they do not have sufficient evidence and that a woman... Humiliation weighs far more than uh, investment-ready people. <laughs> investment-ready, sure. investment-friendly. It, it matters. I don't even think why. I, I don't even understand where that gets part of the debate. Um, it is a gross. If the allegations are true, it is a gross violation, and that we should be made. He should be made. He should actually face the full consequences of the law. But knowing how our country works, I highly doubt it. <laughs> I highly doubt it because people seem to be focusing on the consequence on who the person is forgetting that a woman's violation, we are the rape capital of the world. <laughs> it, I, I dislike everything that's been written about this whole thing with an utter passion because it's, it's as if it's a, it's a violation. A lack of prosecution does not mean the crime has not been committed. Mm. It means that based on a probability, it will not lead to a successful prosecution. Simple as that. That should be the focus. What, but I mean, what, what do you make sense about? Because I, I do think a lot of the reportage is not necessarily around saying there might be a successful prosecution. I think you've made the point about, you know, how little is then done when matters like this come, come about. I think uh, a lot of the focus has been on the implications of the governing party step aside rule on whether or not Enoch Kodongwana uh, will continue in his role. And I think you're also correct that a lot of the analysis actually displaces the role, uh, least of all in the month, Yamanina in South Africa, the role of um, 
you know, these types of uh, assaults on the dignity of the person who's made these allegations and so on? In my, my, my whole logic is that he's got a deputy summit. There is nothing. Policy is done by constituency. It's mm. not done by a single person. He is not. He is implementing a policy that was agreed to and adjusted, a budget that was approved by the majority. It is a collective ruling system we have. We do not have individuals in South Africa. Musi is trying to change the law to allow people to vote for individuals. But alas, we vote for parties. So he's not special. He's not special. He's not doing anything great. I don't... I think that this, this, it's ludicrous that we're even entertaining this level of questioning. It is... And it is... In my opinion, why he hasn't resigned, why he hasn't resigned, no one has even called for him. You've got, and this is Women's Month, and you're going to, it's going to come 15 days, and he's going to be like, you know, I support women. Mm. And it's on threat is that because actually, because nonsense, you do not understand why he's special. He can be fired tomorrow. Masibambe, even further. Thank you very much for your time. As always, really appreciate it. That there was independent uh, uh, market analyst, commentator, and CA, Snesi Pomani Njwa, uh, speaking to us for the latest out in the markets. We're going to take a brief break. When we come back, 